0: Welcome to another exciting episode of Guardians of the MCU. This is episode number 327. We're recording this on uh, Saturday, November 11th, 2023. I'm Tim. Joining me today, Sheba and John. Hello, Sheba and John. Hello, hello. Hello, Timothy. Uh, Let's see, if you just finished uh, listening to episode 326, you know that we're recording these basically back-to-back. 326 was our news episode for the week. Uh, this episode 327 is uh, talking about Loki, episode uh, six of season two, glorious purpose, which is obviously what Loki is burdened with.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we're we're gonna get right to this review. Um, of course, with with the the reminder that this is uh, uh, spoiler filled. So if you've not watched this episode yet, you you might want to consider. Hitting pause. Go watch the finale of Loki, which is absolutely worth watching, and then come back and listen to this. So that's it. That's a, that's the only warning you're getting. Uh, Sheba, what are yes. what are your initial thoughts on both this episode as a finale and and also kind of the end of huh, the end of the season, the end of two seasons the potential end of the entire arc of Loki as we know it. I like it. This, this is maybe huge. I, I don't know.
2: So I was, while we were watching it, the, just that moment with Loki walking towards the, what's it called? Not the loom, but the thing that we we're supposed to put in to get the loom to whatever, do its thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The gun um, thingy.
2: yeah. yeah. So as he was walking towards that thing, and his costume changes and the music swells and like the green everywhere. I was like impressed. I was like, what is happening right now? This is really cool. And I just remember just going, wow, this is so awesome. And then after the, the episode ended, I was just like, why am I really sad? I'm like, that was a good episode. But I'm like, I'm just really sad. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. Something is something is like, something's, there's something there and I can't put my finger on it. And I'm like, I think I'm just sad because I feel like it's the end of loki Mm -hmm. and like i i just before because he's not dead before the times that he died i was like well he's just gonna come back to life and now i'm like he's not dead but i'm like but he's really he can't go anywhere so i'm like i I always had hope that he was just gonna come back and show up somewhere now i was like but now he i mean maybe someone might visit him at the end of time but otherwise he's pretty much just stuck where he is and that was sad to me Mm-hmm. As, you know loki was just always there doing something or the other and now he's just and he also seemed a little bit more serious because he knew what again what his purpose was and it technically is a burden to him yeah so it was just it was just a little sad that it was the end of, of things
0: she just went right for the end wow <laughs> sorry like
2: sorry just it it <clears throat> That's what, that's
0: what was on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's fine. John, what are your thoughts on the episode?
1: I I, I had somewhat similar. I thought it was a great kind of full circle. Um, in so much of Loki's character from the start has been he wanted the throne. Um, and it was the throne of Asgard, and he wasn't going to get Asgard. So he was going to have a throne on Earth when he took Earth over, and that didn't really work out for him. And, you know, Sheba said, you know, and the title said, Burden with Glorious Purpose. It, he is. I mean, he is mm-hmm. now, you know, what holds time together and just seeing him realize and recognize that in order to do that you know he had to he had to sacrifice the one thing he wanted so much mm-hmm. because he finally found it: his friends and companionship mm-hmm. and recognized that to allow them to live he had to basically live eternally like kang Mm -hmm. you know as but as opposed to a creepy tower in the middle of nowhere you know he is now the tree of life
0: yeah yeah it's uh i mean he 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 had a quote um in the third act saying that he now realizes what kind of god he needs to be
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and you know it's a real interesting statement And, and you know when we look at the mythology of of well i mean all sorts of mythologies you know gods all had different purposes and did different things and whilst many of them in mythology were very active doing things there were also gods that were very passive that just like served a purpose to do a certain thing like this like holding time together um Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's kind of crazy to imagine that someone like loki that this is the god that that he basically becomes because it's so unlike him it's so against his nature um and and you know he truly made a a a sacrifice for Mm -hmm. for everyone for basically for the entire universe um for for them to exist uh you know mm-hmm. there was this whole discussion of of you know what what is free will if there's nothing left and realizing yeah. that that in the absence of he who remains uh all the timelines were eventually collapsing
2: yeah
0: um so there, there was just there's was, there was so much happening with this and 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 yeah like super sad that like yeah hey he he got his throne um, mm-hmm. he, he has his glorious purpose and it is, but he's alone for, yeah. you know, all eternity, like super sad, super yeah. sad, mm-hmm. but very meaningful and just an incredible story arc for this character for, you know, a decade and a half, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. of, of, of this character. So just, yeah, I mean, really super meaningful.
1: It, and, 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 you know, again, the symbology and it, it, as it happened, just mind spinning. Of he, at first I was like, oh, he's building a new loom. And then right. you see it form the tree, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I won't even try to pronounce it in the Norse uh, version, but the, the tree of life that holds the nine realms. Yes. Of he built time in the model that he was taught by his father Mm -hmm. and then i'm like well he controls all time did odin teach loki and thor about something loki built and created at the dawn of time Mm. because loki is time and i was like well, I don't, brain hurt. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, brain owl. Yeah. But a friend of mine sent um, a little clip of a video of Loki saying, I think it was for you, for all of us, in the first mm-hmm. Thor movie. And then he repeated those same words, obviously a little differently, because in the first Thor movie, he was a, like kind of like crying and yelling it out, whereas in this one, he just kind of was calmly stating it. Um, mm-hmm. in in uh, Loki season two, which I thought was a nice little like nod back to his character at the yeah. the first uh first appearance, really. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I and yeah. I do wonder if this is they as Marvel does. This leaves the door open for him to maybe return, maybe not. Again, my other thought was, okay, now. Is Loki essentially also the Watcher? I mean, he... His hands Mm -hmm. are literally on the strands of time in every timeline, in every multiverse. So... Can he influence them like Kang did? Will he influence them? Can he... Will he also get... I get joy of being able to watch his friends and family... You know, live on all those different timelines knowing you know that they're
0: happy sure and and, and does he does he have any influence over this um mm-hmm. i mean he 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 is by nature the trickster god he, you know he has an ability to project himself uh you know can can he project himself into these timelines um, he, he obviously seemingly cannot himself leave his right, throne, physically. um, and the role that he has, but you know, can he project himself into these timelines? Yep. Uh, I mean,
2: I feel like Loki might do something like that. If he's just kind of like, Hey, you know what? I'm missing people. I just, I feel like being a little goofy today. I could mm-hmm. definitely see Loki just projecting himself, yep. just being like, hello, like causing a little bit of a joke here and there, and then disappearing back off. Um, he may not do that right away, but I think eventually he might be like, all right, this is, you know, things are okay. We're all right. You know, I'm going to have a little bit of fun with this. So right now he's probably still in the, okay, you know what? This is new. Got to do, got to do well in the job. Maybe after like a three months grace period, he's going to, you know, have some fun with it.
0: Yeah. Now the, the, the first act of this episode was um, it it was, it was fun um, mm-hmm. it, it it was fun, but it was also exhausting, and and I don't mean it in a bad way. Like probably like mm-hmm. hugely exhausting and tedious for for Loki, as we watched him, he 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 can control the time slipping, and he kept mm-hmm. going back in time to try to get Victor Timely to move faster mm-hmm. to get out to fix the temporal lumen time, um, without being. Spaghettified, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, so he he kept trying that approach. Then he decided, well, maybe I have to go back earlier in time to get that process speeded up, and uh, you know that failed. And then he thought, well, you know what? Maybe I build the device. So he he spent. I mean, they literally said centuries later, uh, <laughs> yeah. L- 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 Loki learned all of the science and physics and everything involved in. Um needing to to build this device and um succeeded he succeeded he he expanded the the temporal loom only for everyone then to realize that well, the branches were continuing to grow, and so you could not enlarge the temporal loom enough um yeah. because the branches would just continue to grow. Yeah, and, and you couldn't,
2: you couldn't, uh, I couldn't predict how much it was going to grow.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: As Tom um, said, it's, would be like trying to divide by zero. You can't account for the mm-hmm. infinite.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so then he, he realized he, he needed a different approach and then that's what brought us then into the second act, which is now him saying, okay, he who remains can't die. mm
2: mm-hmm.
0: I I need to prevent this from happening. So he goes back to that scene at the end of time, basically the end of of season one, where uh, he and Sylvie are fighting and Sylvie then eventually kills he who remains. And he goes through it over and over and over again. And, you know, it it, it hit like very early on after like the second time when Sylvie uh, was saying, well, you're going to have to kill me. You're not going to stop me. You're going to have to have to kill me. I'm like, yeah. oh no, like, yeah, something bad's gonna happen here. And then he ends up in this whole discussion with He Who Remains, um, which I I, I liked the two of them flexing with their ability to to control time, mm-hmm. and that He Who Remains actually ended up being surprised that Loki could, you know, could also do the pausing of time and all that kind of stuff that he could. That like, oh wow, like you you've been doing this for a while, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you know that that was that 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 was super interesting in the whole discussion that they had, and then we ended up with this like super sad discussion where you know Loki has to decide what he's going to do and 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 he goes actually into the future and talks to Sylvie and says, "Hey, you know, basically realize that we, we we can't kill he who remains, and she's like well you you would have to kill me then." <clears throat> and she's like what, what what do you want my my permission to do that and he's like yeah i mean well yeah. kind of <laughs> and and <laughs>
2: she,
0: yeah yeah and and she wasn't going to give it she wasn't going to say it so now he's like well what the hell and then he realizes that he has another good friend to talk to and that's mobius um and so he goes back to probably maybe episode 2 it could be even be episode 1 of the first season where Mobius kind of is like interrogating Loki and Loki hijacks the whole conversation um, and gets Mobius to kind of give him a little bit of, of his backstory. And, you know, they end up talking about hard decisions and, and, and the burden of those decisions and um, Mobius, you know, discloses that, Hey, yeah, you know, there, there's, there's one time, this one Hunter who, who, you know, couldn't kill an, an eight year old variant who was seemingly completely innocent um and it had to be done and his you know his partner stepped up and did it and you know it turned out that that was him and Renslayer mm-hmm. um and he's the one who couldn't do it which is why he's no longer a hunter um and it also explains going back to the first season where they alluded to this relationship between Mobius and Renslayer mm-hmm. but they never said what it was they yeah. never This closed it. Now we waited until this last episode of the second season for that minute and a half explanation. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's just amazes me how, you know, I mean, how intentional that was with the writers to come all the way back to that and give that explanation, which was just fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, so I I don't, what what do you guys think about that conversation? Like that conversation was super sad to me.
2: Yeah, oh, very sad, because, I mean, like, I I wasn't expecting, like, when Loki left after he, uh, talking to Sylvie, like, he talked to He Who Remains, and he talked to Sylvie, then I was like, I don't know where he's going to go next. I just assumed, oh, he's going to go, and he's going to go, he's going to go back to Who Remains, and he's going to just kill Sylvie, because that's what he has to do. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh, he went to talk to Mobius, and it only took me a little bit of time, to- like, it was taking me a little bit of time while he was talking, and I'm like, oh... I think I'm like, is he going to do something himself? Like, is he going to replace He Who Remains? Because that's essentially what He Who Remains had said at the beginning was like, hey, someone take my place and then everything will be fine. Don't kill me, just take my place. Like, you can kill me, but just take my place. So I'm like, oh, that's what he's going to do, I guess, um, after he had that conversation. Um, but at the beginning, I was like, oh, maybe he will kill Sylvie. But I figured, but I started to realize that Loki doesn't, he might have in the past been able to kill people. I think now, because of the way he feels about Sylvie and everyone else, I don't think he's capable of just killing her randomly. Right. So I thought it was it was really interesting to see how he had how much he had changed from the Loki we knew at the beginning when we first saw him, anywhere like in in Thor and just in general in the MCU to where he is now.
1: The only plot hole. I saw with it was, and and Shiba kind of had the same things. You're going to go back to Mm -hmm. that kind of final battle. Mm -hmm. Loki proved, and he may not have proved, but he he remains proved. And so then one can assume Loki could also have mastered that power, say, over centuries, you know, again, whatever, of the ability to take Sylvia out of the equation. So why didn't he Mm -hmm. pause time? take her TemPad pad thing and then put her at the McDonald's in the eighties universe where she was happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she has no ability to get back there. Would she keep trying? Sure. You know, but then, you know, that's a problem for another day or Loki can just be like, cool, flick you back wherever I want you to go. You can right. be mad at me eternally, but, you know, kind of keep the sacred timeline, you know, avoid the war, you know, yada, yada, yada. So there's part of me that was like, I mean, there was another solution. Um, It didn't fit the story as well, but I was like, there there is another option here.
2: I just chalked that up to he was exhausted. He spent (laughs) centuries learning, like centuries learning, all the scientific stuff only to have it backfire and not work anyways. And then just probably thinking, you know what, I have to just spend another century to learn how to take Sylvie down and then not even, it wouldn't even be a solution. That's yeah. where my mind was. He was just like, I'm, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. I want a solution that is just, I don't have to worry about going back and doing it again and again and again. So yeah. maybe that's why at that point he was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just, I'm tired. I'm
1: exhausted.
2: I can't, I can't do that. I can't find another solution just to take Sylvie down temporarily. Is what I, I mean, took it as. he got
1: he got a better <clears throat> ending. I mean, living Absolutely. in the tree of life is a lot cooler than that creepy end of time place.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. I I also think that there's kind of a you know an inevitability to to time and and you know yeah. going back to this concept that what we're really dealing with is a giant time loop. Mm-hmm. Um, that even if he did send Sylvie back that yeah, Sylvie would have found a way, which ultimately would have meant that Loki would have basically had to be the bodyguard for, for he who remains right to constantly have to do that and, and, and thwart her, um, which would then also, you know, there's no guarantee that he would always beat her, um, you know, without killing her. So, you know, I, I mean, you know, <clears throat> There, there there's all this postulation when you know the writers had this avenue that 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 they took but yeah i mean it, there there certainly were some other options that you know we can kind of philosophically talk through of of you know what 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 would have happened if he did this or if he did that i mm-hmm. I, I don't know i don't know i mean there there definitely plus, were some other avenues open to him
2: yeah and plus The whole thing about, you know, Sylvie saying, like, you know, if if we do keep it the same, people won't have, everybody else will lose their, like, there won't be people on other timelines, they'll just be gone, people won't have the ability to make that choice for themselves. So I think that was in his mind as well, because he was like, I could just keep it how it was, keep the status quo. But then the whole point of having multiple branches in the first place was to allow people the choice to live on these different timelines. So having to kill Sylvie and stay with he who remains would have taken that away altogether. And the whole purpose of it was to keep that part alive.
0: Yeah. So we, we, we kind of have two postscripts, um, that, that happened after this, uh, which, which go to, they basically revolve around the TVA. Um, one is this acknowledgement that, uh, the TVA is in fact tracking numerous variants of he who remains. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to them that, that, uh, to the TVA that these variants are, are apparently not aware of the TVA. So they, they, they kind of live in fear of he who remains mm-hmm. that, you know, if, if one of these figures out that the TVA is there, they again, almost feel some type of inevitability that, that you know, one of these variants will then want to either take it over or destroy it or, or do something with it. Um, Mobius though, through all of this has, has kind of gotten this feeling of, I I don't know if it's, if it's a feeling of morality or, or if he has a little bit of FOMO or, or what it is. Um, and he's basically offered a seat at the leadership of, of the TVA. And, and he, Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't seem to all out decline it, but he just kind of says like, Hey, I'm I'm going to go away for a while. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to, I want to see what's going on out there on, on the timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting because he doesn't assume a place in the timeline. He goes out there as an observer. Um, and he actually watches one of his variants, Don, I believe Um, the, the, the one with the kids who is yeah, yeah. the jet yeah. ski salesman. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, kind of he's, he's, he's a couple houses down the block and, and, and watches some things unfold and Sylvie joins him and they have a little bit of conversation and say, Hey, you know, things are kind of strange without Loki and, you know, what are you going to do? And what are you going to do? And, you know, Mobius decides he's just going to kind of spend some time observing in the timeline. And Sylvie just says, I don't know. And she Mm -hmm. opens the door and goes away. So. We, we still have Sylvie rattling around out there and, and I, I, I do hope to to see her come back in some form as well yeah. um, in the future. Like whole character, even though she, she did discourage me or she did frustrate me several times. We mentioned this in the last episode that like she constantly will say, yeah, no, I don't want to fix this. This isn't my problem. I don't want right. to fix this. Oh, you know what? We should fix this.
2: Yeah. Actually thinking about cool. it. now, I need to fix it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like
2: and only because mm-hmm. her life is being affected by
0: yes. by that. Yeah. Um, she 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 has that that selfishness of Loki, but it presents itself very, very differently. Um, you know, whereas as Loki or you know, old Loki wanted things, he wanted control, he wanted power. Her selfishness is leave me the if alone.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I want to live my life. Leave me alone. I've, I've, I've had a rough life so far. I've seen a lot of nasty stuff, just mm-hmm. like that's her selfishness, which, which yeah. I, I, I guess isn't, you know, terrible selfishness, Um, you know, to be left alone so she can just live the life that she wants to live. Uh, But then also it ends up, you know, as we've seen, it ends up kind of being to the detriment of, of, of the universe, Uh, you know, in, in, in a lot of ways. So. Uh, The other postscript that we see is um, oh, there's actually, there's a couple here, I guess (laughs) I think a couple more. So we see OB and OB opens up a fresh box of books. These are the, 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 the newest edition of the TVA handbook. Um, And then we get a little bit of a flash back to 19th century Chicago, back to when Victor timely was a kid um, in the, the house that, that they lived in. Um, And we see the window behind him, where the the TBA handbook was dropped through the window, and we wait, and we wait, and we wait, and it never happens. Yeah. Um, so it seems that cycle of time has been broken, mm-hmm. uh, which is an interesting thing. Um, and I guess now the the last postscript we get here is with Ravona Rensley. Remember, she had been pruned. Mm-hmm. uh at the uh end of toward the end of of the last episode of episode five, and she is in the void and she's kind of getting her bearings there's a gust of wind that pushes some grass aside and reveals the t v a seal, which just like three minutes prior we saw Mobius standing in the t v a and they very intentionally focused on the seal mm-hmm. um and now we see it there so it's it's it, you have this interesting like almost like apocalyptic thought of, you know, did something eventually happen to the TVA and now the void is what is left of the TVA. I
2: literally just thought it was, um, you know, when the, uh, when Loki ends up uh, where Elias and stuff is, I just thought that's where he, she had gone also.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kind of like the end of of time-ish. Yeah. I I think that's where it's supposed to be, but it, Mm it does get to the, what is
2: right?
1: What is the void? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: No, I saw I, I was like, what the hell is the seal doing there?
0: Yeah, it, it gives you almost this kind of like a Planet of the Apes kind of feel that a like, bit, you know, yeah. Th- th- yeah. Th- this is the 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 Statue of Liberty you know, scene at, at the end of the original uh, planet of the apes kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you see this parallel and it's like, Oh gosh, you know, and, and we, we know that the TVA is outside of time and the void is also outside of time. And is the void just simply the physical space that the TVA used to occupy? So does that mean that eventually the TVA does get destroyed? It's a mind blowing stuff. And I know that if it's confusing us, Sheba, it's confusing the crap out of John because it has to be time travel.
1: (laughs) Wow. Wow. I mean, it's not untrue, but.
2: (laughs) I, I still remember from season one, John just going the sacred timeline. (laughs) Fetal position rolling back and forth. Uh Sacred timeline,
0: sacred timeline. Pretty much. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> mind blown mind blown uh so that's it any 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 other final thoughts on on the finale of of loki not that i can
2: do. i think i pretty much covered all the things
0: i mean i think it's fair to say we're not getting a season three true true well folks there it is. we're uh, super interested in, in, in hearing your thoughts on this. Um, you, you can uh email us at guardians at random Uh if you are in Discord, uh you can certainly post your thoughts. We have a a, a spoiler thread uh in there on on this episode. If you if you haven't yet joined us um over in Discord, uh you can do so. Go to random You'll find the link to our um uh, to our Discord channel and you you can join us there. Uh, We'd definitely love to hear from you and, and your thoughts on this. I mean, probably the most. Loki seems to be the most significant character in all of the MCU. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, he's he's just his arc is the longest arc. Uh, you know, there the, there can be arguments made for the importance of Tony Stark or the importance of Captain America or others but loki and and his threat is 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 the longest and and seems in many ways to be the most significant um and he you know i mean obviously an incredible redemption um from you know wanting to conquer worlds to now being in control of all of time uh but in a very not non-malicious way you know he did it to preserve everything so Just, just, yeah, that's really super cool. Um, And obviously Tom Hiddleston is just amazing in in this role. Um, And and I do hope that we'll see him again. I mean, the, the, the door seemingly is not closed on us seeing Loki appear again. Um, Yeah. And I would, I I would like to see it. Definitely would like to see it happen. So,
2: I mean, yeah, I feel like with all the time traveling stuff and alternate universe, multiverse stuff happening, at some point, somebody's going to come pop in and see Loki.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Without
2: realizing absolutely. that it's Loki. And I'm kind of excited when people like pop in, they're going, wait a minute. This is Loki. <laughs> what What are you doing? I kind of want Thor to be the one to be there also. Just being like, Loki, What? What? what is, ha- why are you here? But that's yeah. just me wanting the, the brothers to reconnect.
0: There was a rumor milling about after episode five, and I, I had, had, told John this that uh some people were thinking that the uh basically everything would get resolved in in episode six and then loki mm. would have the opportunity to kind of go whenever and wherever he wanted to yeah. and that he would um end up rejoining thor and they would kind of have yeah. this this reunion which which would have been very fitting um and, and and you know I would have appreciated that but this obviously gives a Really, like much bigger um, role for Loki. It, it doesn't just put Loki, put the character of Loki back in the timeline. This is this is this is big. This is huge. Um, and the interesting thing is, I mean, he was always, you know, he felt that he was always in competition with Thor in terms of, you know, who who, who was the who had more power, who was the 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 better god, et cetera, et cetera. Loki is clearly now, you know, in the yeah. higher echelons of of the pantheon of gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, f- far more than Thor could ever. Oh yeah. Imagine. <laughs> so yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, it's 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 big time. It's big time. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode, uh, episode three twenty seven. So thanks very much for joining us. Um, again, we we'd love to hear your thoughts on the finale of Loki. Uh, please do check out our next episode, uh, 328. We're going to be covering, uh, doing a spoiler-filled review of the Marvels. Um, we hope that you'll join us there. Uh, and aside from that, uh, we will catch you next week with more news and discussion on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Take care.